Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Howard J. Dingers. And this is Three Count Review. Welcome to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live Review. Do I have everybody's attention now? Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW Sports Podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. Today's question of the day. Yes. Why did I let Cal talk me into picking Belmont? Yeah. (laughs) So, for those of you who listened to the last episode, we (laughs) we talked about the NCAA tournament. And Cal was super confident about Belmont beating Maryland out of the first four and in the first round. And uh, they lost. <laughs> Maryland won. And Connor and I both changed our picks from Maryland to uh, Belmont. So thanks, Cal, for my first wrong. I'm counting that as I, I had that right. <laughs> I'm counting my that, brackets. That's not how it works. Yes. I'm counting that as I was right. It's the predictions all over again, Connor. Oh, can't yeah, change, it, it really I can't are. change my picks. <laughs> that means Wisconsin's going to win today because I changed that pick to Oregon. They're going to win tomorrow probably. So I, I hope that. Oregon do win. I changed that pick, so it's probably going to be Wisconsin. Sorry, I jinxed you on that. <laughs> but anyway, we're not here to talk about basketball. We're going to talk about – well, I'm going to talk about basketball Saturday because you're going to be gone. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to do either a solo show or if someone's still here, I'll pull someone out. But I'm going to talk about basketball before I go home. I'm going to try to do one while I'm at home also. You can try to do one if you want because the Anchor app is amazing and we can do it from the app. Yes. So we'll figure something out. But either way, there will be a basketball episode coming up soon. Otherwise, this possibly could be the last episode for a while um, because of spring break. We'll see. But anyway, we'll keep everyone updated. So, but we are here to talk. It's not Wednesday, but it's wrestling. We're here to talk about Raw and SmackDown. Connor, did you watch? No, I did not. <laughs> because Monday Because Monday I was what was Monday I was working and Tuesday I got back late again. And, and then I and then I had to get ready for my interview right. Wednesday morning. Right. So Fair enough. Yeah, no, I have absolutely positively Little to no idea. I mean, I know kind of generally what happened at towards the end of SmackDown. Oh God! And but I really have no idea what happened on Raw. Fair enough. But the end of SmackDown, once I heard about it, made me really mad. Well, quick recap: Raw sucked. <laughs> SmackDown was good. SmackDown was infuriatingly good. We'll get so, to. It. So they did a good job. They of, did a great job, did, okay. in my opinion. A lot of people don't like it, but I love it. And I'll explain why when we get there. But first, Monday Night Raw. Uh, we opened the show with Heyman and Lesnar. Um, and Heyman came out and he because last week we had Rollins saying how Lesnar struggled against AJ, Brian, and Finn. Mm-hmm. But then Heyman came out and is like, yeah, we struggled against him. But who won all those matches, Seth? Brock still won. <laughs> like, yeah, he may have struggled. But your point's invalid because he still won. Uh, which is a great great retort to that so i i love that um and he said you know like why is seth uh challenging mcintyre tonight when he's got to prepare for lesnar you know Mm -hmm. he shouldn't he shouldn't be going after a career killer not the career killer 
points at Brock Lesnar. Um, that kind of stuff. He's like, you know, you shouldn't be going through that. Uh, McIntyre came out, and he said he's finally uh, happy to get the respect he deserves, as he should. I am a huge McIntyre backer. Mm-hmm. Um, he says he brutalized Reigns and Ambrose last week, and he advised Heyman to find Lesnar a new WrestleMania opponent because Rollins wouldn't be able to compete after tonight. Rollins suddenly ran out, hit McIntyre with a chair, and just beat him down. And it's really funny because, you know, when he's doing the beat down on yeah. the back of the chair, and you know how – uh, Kevin Dunn likes to do his like very shaky cameras. There's a fan video yep, from I the other it. angle <laughs> of the cameraman going, <laughs> trying to prove to Seth Rollins that he does CrossFit too. Like, oh <laughs> <my God. laughs> it's really funny. Um, but then Rollins went into the ring with the chair to chase Lesnar. Lesnar left. Lesnar thought about going back in the ring, but Heyman was like, "No, no, no, no! You're not getting paid for to take a chair shot today." <laughs> mm. So uh, they ended up leaving. And yeah, that was about it. Um, and then, so as it is a good, op- good opening. I like yeah. Heyman. Heyman is great, and it was good to see Brock. And it's not the last we see of Brock. Hint, hint, wink, hint, hint, wink, wink. I knew where this was going from the start. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we had Finn Balor coming out, and he he wished everyone a belated St. Patrick's Day. I thought that was really funny. Um, but then we had Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush come out, and Rush said that the little leprechaun was upset because Lashley had his pot of gold. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Leo Rush is amazing. <laughs> so, okay, so the, the idea behind this match, it's Finn Balor and a mystery opponent versus Lashley and Rush. So, of course, anytime WWE says mystery opponent, everyone goes, <gasps> Who's returning? It's going to be a big surprise. Is it Bray Wyatt? Oh, my God. Is it a call-up? Is it Johnny Gargano? Oh, maybe it's Sami Zayn. It was Braun Strowman. <laughs> <laughs> I do this to myself. every. Literally, I was watching with Zach, and we were trying to think of who it was. And at one point, before Strowman even came out, I was like, it's going to be someone stupid. Like, I, it's probably going to be Dolph Ziggler or something. Like, it's going yeah, to be... the ultimate troll artist WWE likes to use. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, here's Dolph. <laughs> but then it was Strowman, and I was like... I literally said, of course it's Strowman. <laughs> um, I can't complain too much, though. This was a fun match. Uh, anytime Strowman... Anytime Strowman gets to beat up, someone is fun. Mm-hmm. And anytime Lash, or Leo Rush gets beat up, is fun. So when you combine those two, it was Pretty actually... Fun very entertaining pretty fun uh, I'd say so. yeah so uh, that's all i gotta say really um i don't even know uh, ta, 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 ta. how did the oh Strowman hit uh po- running power slam on rush for the win so i'm not sure where they're going with this i don't know i th- what i think is that they're building finn versus lashley for mania where finn has to use the demon to finally beat because finn hasn't beaten lashley when he won the title it was off a of rush well, you saw that in one of the promotional pieces that yeah. WWE used. They they showed Finn Balor, but they showed Demon. Yeah, and the plan is the reason they took the IC belt off of him is because they have bigger plans for him. But now there's only two more shows left. Right. And they haven't built anything else besides this. So I have to think. That it, it just means that he's winning the belt back via Demon. Yeah, via Demon, because he can't beat him as normal Finn, so he has to channel the Demon. I don't know. I that's it's that's a very underwhelming. I mean, I'm glad that we get to see the demon at WrestleMania, but it's so underwhelming. What's bigger than winning the IC belt as Finn Balor? Winning, winning it as the demon. demon. I mean, I guess it's cool because again, the demon makes an appearance at Mania, but yeah, I agree. It, it's such an underwhelming reason to tap into the demon, in my opinion. 
hey, he had to take it out to beat Baron Corbin. <laughs> I, 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 I guess, but... But not to beat Lesnar. Or not to face Lesnar. Yeah, not to face Brock Lesnar. Universal belt, nah. IC belt. Yeah. Corbin at SummerSlam. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that'll get him. Uh, the announcer said Rousey was fined by WWE for not attacking the officials, or for, for attacking the officials last week. And Rousey was shown uh, arriving with her husband, Travis Brown. Who they just are now putting in storyline for some reason. Yeah. Not sure why. This late in the game. Again, you can't add stories two week when you only have two more shows. It's whatever. Um, a referee approached Ronda and uh, set, informed her that WWE has hired extra security to protect the referees tonight, and she said, I don't care. Okay. Yay. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> right. Oh, God. I'm going to say that a lot. Um, to be honest, the show was not good. Um, a moment of bliss happened next. Oh, my favorite. Can you guess who the, seg- who the, who the guest was? Who the guest was? Singular or plural? Singular. Uh, Another act that's getting stale. <laughs> Which could be half of the Raw roster, to be honest. I was going to say, so everyone? It was uh, Elias. Oh. There's nothing wrong with Elias. Okay. To an extent. <laughs> but putting him into a moment, I, I, whatever. Uh, so, He's, Elias. more entertaining than Lacey Evans just although, walking up and down. That's all fair. She was not on Raw. She was on SmackDown this week. Um. Elias announced that he is going to be the uh, headline performer, the musical act for WrestleMania. Which means he's going to get trumped by an actual headline performer. No. (laughs) I think he's going to get interrupted by Honky Tonk Man. The Hall of Famer. But my my reaction to this was, well, Elias is going to be better than Pitbull. He's going to be better than Florida. Oh, come on. He's going to be better than MGK. He's going to be better than a lot of these people. Stop it. Okay. Plus, he can run an actual angle. Just saying. This is going to be good. Whatever Elias has planned, it's going to be good. Um, So then, No Way Jose's music hit. And out comes the conga line, not led by No Way Jose. Oh, I saw who was led by. Led by Otis Dozovich. Well, sorry, Otis and Tucker. I'm still calling him Dozer. His nickname is still Dozer. Can we talk about how now of a sudden, now that No Way Jose has a new hairdo, they're throwing him on TV more? Yeah, it's super. Now that he looks like a male Naomi, I... God. A male Naomi? Tell me I'm wrong. (laughs) He wears neon colors. He's got the... It's the whatever. Male Omi. So, yeah, uh, Heavy Machinery are are leading the conga line, and Alexa was like, I'm sorry, Elias. They weren't supposed to interrupt you. This was supposed to be like a fun conga line at the end of the show. And she looks at Otis and she was like, we practiced this like five times. How did you come in early? And Otis was like, oh, I'm sorry. Ducky. And uh, so what the hell is Alexa right now? I don't know. She's the host of WrestleMania. Which I'm very happy about. But I would rather see her in the ring. Exactly. Um, so then Elias confronted Otis. But then from behind, one of the conga line members attacked Elias, and they took off their mask, and it was No Way Jose. I, <laughs> why did he have to hide in his own conga line? Oh. Anyway, No Way Jose then ran down to the ring, and they are going to have a match next. So we come back from break. They're having a match. The conga line were out there as managers, which I kind of enjoyed, but they were louder than the crowd was. <laughs> The crowd, saying the crowd was silent is 
not even telling the story enough for this match. Seriously? The crowd could not care anymore about this match. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, Elias won with a drift away. Carry on. If if No Way Jose <laughs> interrupts him at Mass WrestleMania, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> if that's what this is building to. <sighs> when they when they put more emphasis on No Way Jose than Finn Balor. <laughs> The world we live in. Speaking of crowd killers. Oh, boy. Kurt Angle came out. and Oh, yeah. This is another thing I know what I'm really mad about. Kurt Angle announced his WrestleMania opponent. And it is he, not John Cena. He announced that he got to choose his WrestleMania opponent. And that opponent is Baron Corbin. Now, everyone that I was... Everyone online was saying that this is going to be a swerve. That this was done so that we are more appreciative of the actual match that we get. Apparently, that's not even the case. Apparently, this was slash is the set match. But right now, WWE is, quote, reconsidering the match because of the negative backlash. So either this is a very good work or they actually thought this was a good idea. And now they're, re they're changing their mind. Oh, but right. even then... Why Cena might not be available, so wh wh who else is going to be a good... I don't know. Anyone not named Baron Corbin? Chad Gable would have been a great option. Any of the people that he's that he's had these little exhibition <sighs> matches against? Shelton would be a good one if they save him. That could be that could be fun. But anyway, um, yeah, so Chad Gable came out, and uh, Chad Gable came out to the American Alpha music. Nice. He came out in a red, white, and blue singlet. He, he was not glorious whatsoever. No sign of Bobby Roode. He had the ready, willing, and Gable cloth again. So really? it was It was Chad Gable from NXT, basically. All right. So I, I like – I'm – I'll say this twice in this show. I'm a fan of con – uh, twice in this episode, I'll say. I'm a fan of continuity, but I'm okay with this sudden change because it's just – it was a nice moment because the all the all-American wrestler, the Olympic wrestling, Chad Gable, got to wrestle his hero – Kurt Angle, mm -hmm. and to do that gimmick switch is fine. I'm perfectly okay with it. It's and then watch him switch right back to glorious. And oh, and, and you know what? I'll be fine with it. Fair this enough. is a dream scenario for the both of them. Fair I'm enough. okay with it. Um, but yeah, they had a 12 minute match. Uh, it was a little sloppy. Kurt is old. Um, right. I'm, as sad as it is, I'm glad he's retiring because he's he's, he's getting, getting up there. He's he's he's, he's, there. he's very stiff. Yeah, <laughs> like he's extremely stiff oh in the ring goodness, yeah. um but this was actually it's a good show see, <laughs> um so but yeah it, uh and they actually worked this match pretty well gable there was a point where he reversed the olympic slam into a ddt and it actually like it was a pretty good near fall Ooh. and stuff um but eventually a missed moonsault into i believe an olympic slam for the pinfall i don't remember exactly how it ended um yeah but it, 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 this was a good match it was a good moment um, let's see here. Oh, yeah, here we go. Gable fought for the road. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, it was the ankle lock. Duh. Tap out. This was fun. Angle. Yeah, he, he was very emotional, and he uh, helped Chad Gable to the feet in a hug. Baron Corbin then came out. <laughs> the, crowd, the crowd booed immensely. They were just... God, so love, mad at the match. I love Chicago. Um, he said it felt good humiliating Angle every week, but it'll feel even better humiliating him in his last match. 
Um, the crowd was chanting, we want Cena. It takes a lot to make Chicago chant, we want Cena. Chant, yeah. we want Cena. That, that's all I have to say. <laughs> um, and then eventually, the, I, Corbin just left, and then uh, the crowd were chanting, thank you, Kurt. Um, so then we come back from break. Corbin's backstage talking to the Revival. He's like, yeah, we're friends, right? And they were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Super funny. I love the Revival. And, uh, and Apollo Crews came up to Baron Corbin and was like, hey, you're a bully. Fight me. <laughs> Basi- is that literally it? Yeah. And then Corbin was like, give me one good reason that I should fight in Corbin. Er- and uh, Apollo kept interrupting him, saying, "Is that a yes or a no? Is that a yes or a no? Are you gonna fight me?" And then he just goaded him to a match. So, okay, cool, uh, whatever. Right. Charlie Caruso was interviewing Bailey and Sasha in the ring. She mentioned that they, uh, she mentioned that they have gone to NXT, but they haven't gone to SmackDown. So then Bailey and Sasha announced that they were going to be on SmackDown on Tuesday. So we'll come back to that. But uh, Natalia and Beth Phoenix interrupted. And uh, basically, they both cut a promo. I don't care. <laughs> Beth is not a good talker. Natalia is not a good talker. To be honest, Bailey and Sasha aren't great talkers. They're good wrestlers. They're not great talkers. So, I this whole segment was just weird. But uh, Phoenix, uh, Beth Phoenix said, "Hey, you guys are willing to put your titles on the line anywhere, anytime. How about at WrestleMania?" Cool. So then. They they started fighting. This led to Sasha they Banks versus fighting. Yeah, they, they I, someone got in someone's face and they pushed each other and then there was more pushing and then. So Natalia is magically a heel now, and Beth Phoenix is a heel. No, I think Are they're the divas. A- they're they're the divas of doom, and I think they're just booked as legends. I don't know if they're necessarily heel or face. They're, they're just a, they're just the legend. I actually I'm going to assume that they're face, because of the match that i've had in my head for these last week, couple weeks the fatal four way yeah so you would assume thinking? it's the two heels versus the two faces and i'm assuming the heels being the iconics then iconics nia jackson tamina and divas of doom and, and boss hug. hug that yeah. makes sense I'll, i'd like that uh yep so so this uh, turned into an italia versus sasha banks match which i <laughs> kevin dunn really messed up in this sh- in these last two shows when they when banks and bailey were making their entrance it 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 just said Sasha Banks with Bailey, so you knew it was gonna be a singles match. <laughs> like, but then they had a segment that led to a sing. Whatever, I'm nitpicking. Um, two minute match because in the middle of the match, Nia Jax came out and she cut a stupid promo. <laughs> um, but this distracted everyone and Tamina attacked everyone from the crowd. Um, with new merch. Tamina has a new shirt. Would you like to know what her new shirt says, Connor? I would absolutely love to. Brace yourself. <laughs> oh, no. It says, nobody meaner than Tamina. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it does not. I'll literally pull up. Please the do. It's terrible. Nobody meaner. It legitimately Nobody says that verbatim. Tamina. Yeah, I. <laughs> you think I'm joking? <laughs> I, Tamina. <laughs> Nobody meaner than let, Tamina. Let, let, let me see this. It literally says it. Why? What's the point? <laughs> to get her merch, man. Why gotta, does she need merch? Gotta get that merch. 
Oh, backstage we had Mojo Raleigh, and he remembered his mirror this week. <laughs> We're back to that again. The freaking introspective, talking to himself, psychotic dude. I have to assume that he has been doing this every week, but the past four or five weeks they haven't filmed him. <laughs> That's what I have to assume at this point. Is uh, there a reason? Nope. He's just he's mad at someone, but apparently it's supposed to be him because he's like I don't know. They're the here's the thing. They're really good promos. Mojo is actually a fantastic promo. And it's very upsetting because <laughs> he's not being used. Uh, oh God. <laughs> Ricochet versus Jinder Mahal. That just sounds horrible. Who booked this match? <laughs> that sounds who, so... Who was like, okay, Alistair's gone this week. He's on his honeymoon. What should we have Ricochet do? Oh, Alistair was on his honeymoon? Yeah. They were, yeah. Uh, so what should we have Rick do? Jinder, Jinder. Mahal. <laughs> oh, my God, this company. Uh, and I kid you not, Jinder took 90% of the offense in this match, and Ricochet came back, took took out both of the Singh brothers, hit the 630 for the win. Cool. Mm. Awesome. I love it. I don't care. Because nothing screams. We don't know what to really do with Ricochet. <sighs> Dasha Fuentes asked Rollins about his attack on McIntyre. Rollins said that uh, that was for Dean and Roman. Uh, it was also for Lesnar, who uh, he hoped was watching his match to later tonight. Rollins said he would burn Suplex City to the ground, which I believe borders on arson and murder. But <laughs> stop it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> I'm done. We then had Charlie Crusoe talking to Dana Brooke, basically asked her if she knew what she was getting herself into She was because Dana Brooke is about to get a Raw Women's Championship match against Ronda. Mm. Don't ask why. Yeah, because um, literally Charlie, Charlie, Cru Charles <laughs> says... Are you sure you know what you're getting yourself into? Because she's Ronda Rousey, and you're, you're, and Dana was like, I'm Dana Brooke. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're shit. <laughs> the Charlie actually, <laughs> she literally was like, and you're, you're, and then Dana had to say, I'm Dana Brooke. Oh. It was, oh. Damn. Dana also had the wonderful line of saying, <laughs> I may not be better than Ronda. But I only have to be better than Ronda for three seconds. I mean, technically. Okay, but like leading up to that three seconds, you also have to be better than her <laughs> to get her down for those three seconds. <laughs> oh, God. I can't blame Dana because she's delivering these promos very well the last couple weeks. But the, the stuff she's getting is just crap. Uh, so then we had Ronda defeating uh, Dana Brooke. In 17 seconds. Oh. Bell ring, knee, knee, judo throw, arm bar, tap out. And she held in the, the arm bar for a long time after the bell ring. Uh, then this brought out security guards because everyone thought that Ronda was going to beat up people. She started beating up the security guards. A security guard went up to Travis Brown, who was at ringside. Travis laid one of them out with a legit-looking punch. It was awesome. <laughs> And then he picked up Ronda and put her over the barricade, and then they left through the crowd. Hmm. Okay. I mean... Because Travis Brown is now into it. I don't even know. I I just... I, okay. <laughs> God. Apollo Crews versus Baron Corbin. Every segment, I literally out loud to Zach said, I don't care about this. <laughs> 
You know the best way to build up someone's last match is to have an opponent that no one cares about and then have that opponent then lose to Apollo Crews on Monday Night Raw. Yes, Apollo Crews rolled up Baron Corbin for the win in this. <sighs> I, I don't even want to talk about it. I hope they switch that match. Uh, one of the good parts about the show, we had Batista doing an interview via satellite from his home in Tampa Bay. It looked like a villain's lair from a DC TV show. <laughs> it was pretty good. And Batista is great here. Batista, uh, I, I don't want to go through the whole promo because it was kind of long. But Batista said people credit his success to Triple H taking him under his wing. Uh, but And Triple H groomed him to be the muscle. And he had a history of using people to protect him. DX and Evolution were basically the same thing. Like just using people to protect Triple H. Triple H was using, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, he basically just said, you know, Triple H, Triple H wanted me to protect him, but I ended up leaving Triple H and becoming bigger than he ever will be type because he mm -hmm. really did. <laughs> um, he also at one point said that Triple H was sensitive, which is actually very true. So, <laughs> uh <-huh>. anyway, <laughs> um. Okay, so that oh god, <laughs> I'm you're on a roll. <laughs> the show is bad. Charlie Caruso asked Strowman about the SNL guys and their comments on Twitter. Strowman said he didn't care about the two idiots on Twitter. He said he was going that they made him so mad that he was entering the men's battle royal so that he could beat up as many people as possible. So Braun Strowman, in three WrestleManias, has now been in the armbar. He has been in the tag title match with Nicholas, and now he's back in the armbar. <sighs> how to how to bury someone who got organically over, volume five. Don't put it past WWE to have either Colin Jost or Michael Che win the armbar. I'm telling you right now, think of the publicity. I would not put it past them. Um... Yeah, that's all I have to. Yep. Okay. Drew McIntyre comes out for a promo. Um, he basically he challenged Roman Reigns to a uh, match at WrestleMania. He the the biggest quote from this was, "You may have beaten leukemia, but you will not beat me on the grandest stage of them all." Okay. <laughs> Roman kind of has a win after that line, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, da, 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 I'm, I'm still upset about the even the thought about Michael Che and all that. <laughs> I'm telling you, it might happen. If they're in the match, you watch it. They might win, and then McIntyre can, or then Strowman can like throw him into the trophy or something. I don't know. Um, but then we had a, uh, of course, Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins was a great match, as it should be, as it will be every time, and uh, it was a pr relatively short match i don't they don't have a time on this one but uh mcintyre grabbed a steel chair at one point but rollins super kicked him which looked amazing uh to stop that rollins went for a boot mcintyre dodged it hit with a reverse alabama slam which he every time he does that it looks amazing um rollins eventually he got the falcon arrow the crowd was into it they got they chained a bird down he hit a super kick to the gut to set up Ooh, the uh, the stomp. The stomp, and as he starts bouncing off the rope, Lesnar's music hit. Lesnar oh. comes out, distracts Rollins, Claymore. One, two, three. Oh. Drew McIntyre wins. 
I actually like this. That's amazing. It's okay. So I don't like the wrestling trope of using a distract like your opponent for the pay per view distracts you so you lose to someone else, especially in a title match. But this was the best way to use that trope. I think is the best way to explain it. Like this was actually good because it made it was Lesnar using mind games, so it's actually getting him involved in the feud that he's in. Uh-huh. Rollins had McIntyre beat. But he still lost because of the distraction, and this makes McIntyre look strong. So that when Roman beats him, it look it makes Roman look even stronger. So I I, I actually liked this. It was good. So so all the heavy hitters get a win on this one, basically. I think so. Yeah, I okay. think this was very effective. All right. So. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was Raw. Eh. Raw was okay. That's all I gotta say. What do you? I'm just looking at the score of the oh, game. Yeah. Good not, lord. I'm trying not to look at the score. All right. On to, <laughs> to SmackDown. Uh, Where's the actual? Oh, yeah. Miz made his way down. We started with Miz uh, cutting a promo on Shane McMahon. Apparently, I heard that this promo was insanely good. Yes. Miz is very over as a babyface, and he's still Who telling it right. He, well, no one would have thought because his first run as a babyface did not work very well. No, with the whole Ric Flair thing, um, but th- this time it's working, and he cut a very good promo. Basically, still telling the same story where he was just he he was trying to make his dad proud, and he was trying to help Shane reach his dream of the tag titles and all that. But he should have listened to people backstage where people were telling him that Shane just uses people for his own good. It's all about Shane. Blah blah blah. Didn't he mention something about him being a McMahon? Like yeah, he said, you're just all, all you McMahons, you know, you, you McMahons don't own me, and you don't own Kofi. Damn. Yep, great line. Uh, Miz wasn't born rich. People told him he was he was just average and would never be successful. He proved them wrong when he won the WWE Championship. Uh, yeah, made it all on his own. All that fun stuff. Great promo. Great, great. And Miz stuff. is just great on promos in general. He is fantastic. I saw something online saying that they that someone believed that this was. The second best promo he did, second to the shoot he did on Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack. That will forever be one of my favorite promos. Like, that was – I remember watching that live, and I was just in awe the whole time. I I still can't believe they didn't cut his mic at one point. Like, it was incredible. So good. Um, So then we had – oh, Sasha and Bailey. They're finally on SmackDown. Oh, I know what happens here. Yeah, me too, and I actually love it. <laughs> Same. You know, you know me. <laughs> oh, I do know you. Uh, <laughs> I must say, we we have we share the same opinion about the Iconics. I know. You're just you're just more vocal with it, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and the Iconics came out, uh, and they they basically mocked Sasha and Bailey as they do in their annoying heel way. I love it. They do such a good job with it. It's very entertaining, and they. Uh, they claimed that Banks and Bailey were avoiding them, and they promised to defeat the champs tonight. So we're getting a tag match: Iconics versus Banks and Bailey, right. which I believe they have. Banks and Bailey have been on SmackDown before, as far as the whole Survivor Series under siege things have gone. Mm-hmm. But I believe this is their first ever match, either one of them on SmackDown. I, that sounds about right. Because I think they've been on Raw ever since the brand split. That sounds very right. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. Um. <laughs> The faces were firmly in control when Lacey Evans' music hit. (laughs) 
Why? I don't know, man. I really don't anymore. It's, it's so stupid. It's extremely stupid. Um, and Because uh, what? Are they going to try to weave Lacey Evans into this BS now? Yep. So Iconics eventually took control. But towards the end of the match, uh, Peyton and Sasha were like on the apron fighting. And Billy was trying to interfere. So Bailey tried to come uh, and help. But Billy hit hit Bailey with a beautiful big boot, and Bailey just died. <laughs> Bailey just <laughs> laid there. I don't think she moved for about five minutes. It was awesome. <laughs> and and then yeah, so Peyton then rolled up Sasha, and Billy grabbed Sasha's arm where the ref couldn't see it, so that Sasha couldn't kick out. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Peyton pins uh, Sasha. Iconics pin the champs. So, yes, this sets up my theorized match of the Fatal 4-Way uh, for the tag titles. The special guest referee, Lacey Evans. Oh, dear God. <laughs> she would come down in, like, a pinstripe dress, too. God damn it. <sighs> oh, my Don't God. You just need a little bit more of a Southern bail. We had a surprise return in the next segment. <laughs> Caleb Braxton interviewing Rey Mysterio. Did you see this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you see, Ray- like, the side-by-side between who it involves? <laughs> like, holy mother of puberty and I how know. old. And I am old. Ray, I am old. Ray said he had a big announcement, and uh, he said, hold on. I need to bring someone on first. And Dominic comes on the screen. What? He grew. <laughs> he grew. He's huge. How old is the kid? There's no way he's Ray's kid. <laughs> that is so Ray's kid. Um, he. Is, that's a good how question. How old is Dominic? It's been, like, what? 15 years. Yeah, because the last time we saw him, he was. He's got to he's be, be in grade school. He's got to be like. He's got to be near. He's got to be either just leaving high school or like firmly dude, in college. No, 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 no. Because he was. You got to think he was 9, 10 around that time. Because, yeah, because I saw the side by side that. Dude's got to be mid 20s. I'm going to say, cause I, saw, I saw the side by side that uh, that's Rue put up. I'm like, good lord, I am old. I am ancient. He's got to be mid 20s. He's, yeah. He's got to be older than us. You think so? I'm. Li- I don't. I don't know. I but really want to look it up too. Yeah, me too. But yeah, so Ray announced that he's going to be facing Joe at WrestleMania because he pinned him last week in that tag match. So. And I saw that match. Yeah, for the for the U.S. title. So why were we building Ray versus Andrade? Passing of the torch, Mexican style. But they never had their final payoff match. They changed it to a fatal four way at Fastlane. The only thing I could see, but still it'd be a triple. I could see them adding Andrade to this match, but that's still not. I mean, then you could continue. Andrade could win, and then you could do Ray versus Andrade to go forward, but I don't know. Very upset with that. Um, Mm -hmm. So then we had uh, Kevin Owens make his way to the ring for the KO show. Uh, The new and improved, because he has a new logo. (laughs) And... uh, yeah, he brought out Becky Lynch and Charlotte, and he basically recapped the entire feud. I want Kevin Owens to recap every feud <laughs> because he is amazing, and Kevin Owens is great, <laughs> and I love him. Um, but eventually he said, you know what? Everyone's sick of you guys talking. Everyone wants you to fight. He goes, wait a minute. What is it that thing? What, what's that thing that I say? Oh, yeah, fight Owens, fight. So then he turns to Becky. He says, fight Becky, fight. Fight Charlotte, fight. And then he stands up. And he steps out of the ring, and he goes, okay, now you can fight. (laughs) (laughs) 
Kevin is so good. He he had a tie. He had so he had his T-shirt, yeah. but then he had a coat and a tie. <laughs> and he adjusted his tie at one point, and he goes, "Oh well, thank God it's a zip on <laughs> zip up tie." <laughs> Come on, Kevin. I love. I him. really hope they don't botch <laughs> this return. They already have, but I don't even care. He's just that good. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. So then they just had a pull apart brawl, basically. It, 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 there's not much else that they can do in this feud. They played all of their cards within like three weeks mm-hmm. a month ago. So like, there's nothing else. Ronda is the best part of this feud right now because basically. she has an actual like a character. Like these two are just doing the same thing every week. Meanwhile, Ronda's being the Ron- bet. Ronda's great. Yeah. Ronda's great right now. It, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, they kind of almost ruined her by her, having her like destroy the fourth wall. But now they've they've backed off from it without completely ditching it, and it's working. Right. It's working to an. But yeah, no, they almost bulldozed that that wall before, and it yeah. would have been bad. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah. So they had yeah they had their fight. Oh yeah, Caleb Braxton interviewing AJ Styles on the back and. He he discussed his match with WrestleMania or with Randy at Mania, blah blah blah. That's nothing special there. Uh, Daniel Bryan came out and he cut his promo about Kofi Kingston, um, and he called him a B plus player again. That's about it. Can we talk about how Daniel Bryan, the one who was being called a B plus player, has come full circle and now is calling other people uh, B plus players? I love it. I think it's great. I think it's really funny. Um, I think it's a great story uh, storytelling element. Uh, so yeah, then we had the gauntlet match, and I'll just go through the gauntlet match, like literally. I'm not gonna go spot for spot. I'm gonna go match for match. Okay. Kofi beat Sheamus with a Trouble in Paradise. He then beat Cesaro with the SOS. Rowan was out next, and Rowan got himself disqualified with a chair. Yep. Uh, Samoa Joe came out and he got rolled up. Mm-hmm. And Randy Orton came out and he got rolled up. There were a couple, like, Rowan c- continued the beatdown after the chair shot. Yeah, like I, heard, I, I heard Iron Claw that. slammed through the table. Did not clear the tablets off the table. It looked terrible. Yikes. Um, Joe beat him. Joe choked him out after his match. Like, mm-hmm. literally just passed out. Um, yeah. So, okay. So, here, here's what happened. So, Randy, Randy gets pinned, right? Which, I don't like the roll-up in that spot. If you do a trouble in paradise and the crowd actually gets to go one, two, three, because they know what's happening, that's a bigger moment than a surprise. Whatever. Um, so after after Kofi pins Orton and the New Day run out and they're celebrating with them, <laughs> I looked at the time and it was eight fifty five or eight fifty four. Mm-hmm. I was like, "There's there's a lot of time left in this show." <laughs> I was like, "I don't like that." <laughs> And I was right to assume, <laughs> because no chance, no chance in hell, Vince McGrath comes out, and Vince says, "You know what? Congrats! What you did was uh, what you what you've done thus far is no sh- nothing short of miraculous. And uh, congrats, you're going to WrestleMania, if <laughs> if you can beat this ne- this one last guy. And it happened to be the new Daniel Bryan. Oh." And yeah, they, the, I I saw this, like I saw like the the last part of it through like YouTube, mm-hmm. and without even watching it live, little eight year old me got heated because this feud has tapped in. This dude has tapped into younger me because young, <laughs> little me loved Kofi Kingston and I still do. 
So the, it like infuriated me, but they're doing it right. That's the point of this feud. That's why I love it. They're doing it very right. They're, yeah. And so uh, Daniel beat him. Yep. Around, yeah. Around yeah, about three or four minutes. Um, so Kofi is not, as of obviously kayfabe, Kofi is not going to WrestleMania because he did not win his gauntlet match. So I like this personally. Um, because now we all as wrestling fans, mm-hmm. this isn't like the this is like the Daniel Bryan, but not the not completely like the Daniel Bryan. There situation. are but there are a lot right, and a lot of similarities to biggest, this and the Daniel Bryan. The biggest view. thing in my mind, back at WrestleMania 30, there was legitimate fear in our eyes as fans until he beat Triple H in that opening match. There was legitimate fear that he wasn't going to be in that match, in that in the title match. We all were legitimately like, mm-hmm. oh my God, they're probably just going to put Triple H in the match. Mm-hmm. We, everyone thought that. Right now, we all are pretty sure. We all are like, okay, Kofi versus Bryan at Mania is happening. But I think, but part of me feels like WWE senses the reverse Daniel Bryan feeling and they're going to they're gonna do something about that. Although it would, that. Although it would be complete idiotic for them not yeah. to pull the trigger on this on something that's so nuclear hot right now exactly so but but i think they're doing this well because oh, we all, because i think they know we all know that it's happening so now they're kind of stretching it they're, out they're, they're playing with us basically yes i th- i really do think no that they are. and i completely agree and i this is honestly this is the best feud that's in the that's in the company right they it was it was the Becky and Ronda thing and mm-hmm. they they, and and they watered that one down mm-hmm. so heavily. Brock versus Seth had uh, never had a feud to begin with. You know, really honestly, yeah. uh, Roman coming back is that's not really much of a feud. It's just more of a yeah. Our, our, our guy every, is back. Everything else is a thrown together match at this right, point. Right. Basically. And I mean, in, in the case of the Roman one, you can almost I feel like that one could be almost excused for it to be a, a throw. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that just definitely can be excused. That literally is a thrown together match because no right. One knew he was I'm just saying. Then w- and then with the new, you know, as as I call it, the 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 new calendar, or the new, I don't the w the new WWE calendar year. Yeah. As I as I call it, that's yeah. when we'll get, you know, actual uh, Roman and all that stuff. But no, this is this is the best feud. And in I WWE, think, and they're playing it so so well, and that's why I'm yeah. worried. I'm worried that they're going to botch this so so hard because all the other really really good feuds in the last two three months they have botched so so hard. <laughs> I I just like this because right now it's like okay he didn't win that gauntlet match even though we thought he was just gonna win and we would build from there. So now what are they gonna do? Right. I'm, Legitimately, oh, same. I really want to know what the I mean, next step is. I'm excited for SmackDown every week, but I'm legitimately looking forward to see what they do on SmackDown with Kofi to see same. how he actually gets in that match. So oh, I wouldn't be surprised if we do some sort of Occupy SmackDown. Much so like, this is literally just a rehash of the Daniel Bryan thing. I mean, it worked. It did. It did. Not like they tried to make it work, but it worked. <laughs> they it literally did. tried to make it not work. <laughs> That's true. They kind of did try. Like they literally they, didn't want Daniel to get over. <laughs> they yeah. kept beating him and beating him and beating him, hoping he would just die out. And the fan, and it actually made him m- more liked because people knew what was happening. But anyway, whereas this one, it's not so much that Kofi was n- is like 
the fact that Kofi's been around the block for a while and has never had his right that big moment. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very much looking forward to SmackDown next week. I'm not looking forward to Raw. I'm just looking forward to WrestleMania at this point. Honestly, same. Yeah. The next two weeks can't come fast enough. To I know. All right. Well, that does it for us on the show. Wait. You gotta pull it up. Wait. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now say it. All right. Well, Connor, take us out. All right. Here we go. First round KO. You can, of course, find us on Anchor. And then as well as these podcast providers, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Stitcher. Follow us on Twitter at FRKL Podcast. Follow Kyle at Olsen2K18. Follow myself at Connor underscore seven. Links in the description. Also at Three Count Review, number Three Count Review. And here we go, Yelich. Hinley next episode. Basketball. Yes. And possibly any other news. More basketball, actually. Jimmer for that, baby. Yes, I'm so glad he's back in the he's league. So he's back, and he's playing with D Book, and I'm so excited. Oh, shots that I that I took wet like I'm booked. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, basketball in the next episode. And I am most likely at home. Yeah, <laughs> so it might just be me, but yeah, we're we're gonna be talking basketball. All right. Well, in that case, until the next time. This is coming for me. I don't know when Kyle's going to say it. We'll catch you on the next episode. Or at least I will. Until then, have a great, have a great Got me down in the fifth. Got me drowning in indecision. Genie full of wishes. Still can't help with the disposition. I'm just a young college kid with all the privilege. Trust beyond belief. So can trust going through the villages. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J. Dilla Dilla. Need another dollar dollar in Manila. So vanilla with a swirl. Let the blade run. Tongue drip sliced down the middle of our nation. Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Accusations. Pockets gained a little weight like my ex-bitch. Still the only bricks that I've been stacking been in Tetris. Never measure up because we've been on a different metric. And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo. Fill the hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just